those lying, thieving bastards up on Capitol Hill Trying to take away my right to be free Buying votes to save their jobs with the money that they stole from me Almost 250 years we did pretty well But it didn't take them long to send the country straight to hell Our freedom is in jeopardy but there's ones too dumb to know And they ain't gonna believe it till the government tells them so I'm a pissed off American and I've had my fill Of those lying, thieving bastards up on Capitol Hill Trying to take away my right to be free Buying votes to save their job With the money that they stole from me Yeah, we've dumbed down our youth To believe that the truth Is what they see on TV Promise that the government will take care of them Enough to see their futures looking dim So I'm a pissed off American I've had my fill Of those lying, thieving bastards Up on Capitol Hill Trying to take away my right to be free Buying votes to save their job With the money that they stole from me Yeah, I'm a pissed off American of those lying, thieving sons of bitches up on Capitol Hill Trying to take away my right to be free Buying votes to save their ass with the money that they stole from me Hello there, and once again, it is time to count down the weekly sins that will do you in from Brother Chuck's Church of Common Sense. Can you believe, and I'm going to tell you right now, I can't, this is the last weekend of October. Our countdown is for the week ending October 28th, since technically, you know, weeks began on Sunday. The last weekend of October, also, by the way, the last week of Daylight Savings Time. Yes, it is next weekend that we will set the clocks back an hour, and we'll have about seven hours of daylight <laughs> day. Now, I say that in jest, but listen, let me tell you something. Depending on where you are in the country, and we do have people that listen to this podcast nationwide. For instance, in Panama City, Florida, let me just say, for instance, you know, it starts getting dark around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and that's after getting daylight around 7.30 in the morning. So there's some short days close to the edges of the time zone. All right, so we'll just say that about there. We begin this week's countdown of the sins that will do you in, and you know them well, along with the eighth sin of hypocrisy, which sometimes masquerades as a disease. There is ignorance, pride, deception, greed, laziness, apathy, and the sin that gets us started this week on our number five position in the countdown, the sin of pride. Finally, we have a new Speaker of the House. And 
He is from not only Louisiana, but from the much overlooked section of northern Louisiana, in particular northwest Louisiana. Representative Mike Johnson, who hails from the Shreveport area. Now, when I say the Shreveport area, I think he is actually closer to Minden where he lives. A virtual unknown prior to this, Mike Johnson got the 220 votes he needed to secure the Speaker of the House position. This is after several people not only quit and said, no, I don't want anything to do with it, but they couldn't seem to come together. The Republicans couldn't on who to vote for. Now, all along, the Democrats have thrown their support behind Hakeem Jeffries, and Jeffries got 209 votes. But the way it goes is the controlling party actually gets the votes, but they have to have enough votes to secure the, uh, uh, the actual election of a Speaker of the House. First, well, first of all, it started when they threw out the current Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Then they thought it was going to be Jim Jordan, and Jordan couldn't get the votes. Before Jordan, Steve Scalise made a run at it, but then withdrew after he couldn't get the votes. And, and believe me, Steve Scalise, also from Louisiana, but albeit in the southern part of the state, is probably one of the nicest guys you could meet. In the meantime, though, Representative Mike Johnson secured the Speaker's gavel, didn't lose a single GOP vote after weeks of infighting and embarrassment by the Republican Party. Now, we found out kind of after the fact that uh, Mike Johnson, a Louisiana resident, has also been a vocal supporter of former President Donald Trump and was a key congressional figure in the failed efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Trump has already tweeted or put out that he was all behind uh, Mike Johnson and his election for the speaker position. And we'll just see where this goes. But it brings to mind the question of pride. Why does anybody care what Donald Trump thinks anymore? I mean, apparently that's been the holdup for several weeks now and why some congressional leaders have opted to not vote for one speaker or the other. Apparently, if you were too close to Trump, there was a faction that was not going to vote for you. And then there were the Trumpers that weren't going to vote for anybody that wasn't for Trump. So then the question, along with the sin of pride, why is Donald Trump, even though he hasn't been in the office now for almost four years, still apparently dictating what goes on in the Republican Party? Now, some say he's the front-runner to get the nomination again. There are lots of other names out there. Now, I'm going to tell you my personal view on this. Nikki Haley's out there, and I'm telling you right now that a Trump-Haley ticket would be hard to beat. But I don't know that Donald Trump can get the nomination. There are lots of Republicans that are afraid that if we put Trump on the ballot once again, that that's just going to secure the White House for Biden. Who knows these days? Do I believe, after watching what went on in the 2020 election, that the vote tally will be fair? I, I do not. Of course, this, this happened to me way before the 2020 election. You know, listen, I, I grew up and, and was around Louisiana politics all my life. And it's, Louisiana is the most corrupt state in the union. You know, Mike, uh, Mike Johnson, who is, uh, or is that a name? Uh, anyway, Mike, uh, the, the new Speaker of the House I'm, I'm talking about, Mike, yeah, Mike Johnson. Uh, you know, has got his hands full 
not just with the Speaker of the House, but representing his district in North Louisiana. Listen, Louisiana is by far the most the most disastrous state in the union. It's ranked number one in criminal activity. It's getting worse all the time. And, uh, you know, uh, aside from that, they think he's got now the Speaker of the House duties to deal with. But here's the bottom line. Why are people still clinging to what Donald Trump thinks? Because in every district, in every congressman's home state, there are plenty of people who saw the Donald Trump era as a good era for them. Let's face it, whether you like Donald Trump, hate Donald Trump, you cannot deny that the four years Trump was president, we enjoyed several good things. Number one, uh, we were no longer just looked at and joked about by the rest of the world and foreign leaders. Our military got stronger. There was a certain pride among the residents of the United States. People in rural communities believed in what Donald Trump was doing, whether they liked him as a person or not. Let's face it, Trump, was he was a bit of a scoundrel, and he had many qualities that I did not like. But as a businessman, he's done well. And as a leader, he's done well. And he had the American spirit and the people's support behind him. And that's why what Donald Trump thinks today still has a lot of power in Washington. So, Mike Johnson, good luck to you, new Speaker of the House. And uh, we'll see how far the pride of the Trumpers can carry Donald Trump the rest of the way. But I'm here to tell you. The reason that a lot of congressmen and women still support Donald Trump is because they're listening to their own constituents and knowing that they themselves are facing re-election in 2024. And without clinging to Donald Trump's coattails, they may not get voted back in. Brother Chuck here from the Church of Common Sense. Well, it's time once again to take a look at what's going on with the NFL. And our friend in high places, traffic reporter, IB High in the Sky, as always, is here to help us do that. Well, Chucky Baby, we had a little bit of a rough week last week. Yeah, I'll but say. let's just say this. Yeah. Week number seven had its bad points, mm-hmm. but a few good points. Okay. Now, one of the bad points is IB went four and nine for the week. Yeah, right. But among those four wins, mm-hmm. I will tell you that the Jaguars did beat the Saints on Thursday night, as IB predicted. Yes, you did. Uh, the Cowboys, as I'd be predicted to lose, won, so that's a good thing. <laughs> okay. Kansas City won, uh-huh. and as I'd be predicted, again, Taylor Swift did show up at the game. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so some good points among the bad, if you All know right. what I mean. I know what you mean. All right, let's move on to week number eight. Now, let me tell you what I think. First, uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game. Okay. Yeah, this one of the kind of Thursday night games that, you know, week number eight, you just got to look at it and say, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Buffalo Bills and all that. We thought there was all that, but last week they let the Patriots beat them all day. I know. Now this week, yeah. they place another team that ain't all that. Uh-huh. Who, who? That we thought was all that at the beginning of the season. Who was that? So I don't know anything about all that. Who is this team? All I know is yeah. the Buccaneers oh. and the Bills play on Thursday night. Yeah. And because it's home in Buffalo, IB gives a slight edge. And I do mean a slight edge to the Buffalo Bills. Okay, we'll see. All right. Now on to the weekend. Yeah. Cowboys, I'm not saying I'm a believer, but I am believing in them this weekend to beat the Los Angeles Rams in Dallas. All right, then. Green Bay at home against the Vikings. Mm -hmm. Going to be a tough one. Yep. 
Green Bay comes in with a worse record, but I believe they'll win this one up their record by one game. All right, Ken. going to go good, though. All right, good. Titans and Atlanta. Yes. Atlanta's still making a believe out of me, even though I hate them. <laughs> they will win this week in Tennessee and Nashville, I believe. All right, then. Meanwhile, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots. Yes. Dolphins in the showdown of two famous Alabama quarterbacks last week lost to uh, the Eagles. But at home against the Patriots back in the Miami Sun, I believe they'll get another win this week over the Patriots. All right, Miami then. Battle of New York. Yes. Giants and the Jets. Yes. Home field advantage doesn't matter here. Yeah. Ivy says go with the green. Go with the green. Jets looking better have a week. Yes. They may be a real football team before it's all said and done. <laughs> okay then. Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. took care of the Saints last week. Got Good. a long week to rest. And yep. They're going to handle the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh with the Jaguars going home with a the win there. All right then. Come on, those at home against the Eagles who are proving more and more every week. They got their eyes set on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Ivy says on the road the Eagles fly home with a win. Yes. Carolina Panthers hadn't won yet. Gonna say that again after Monday because the Texans gonna beat them as the Texans visit from Houston this weekend. All right then. Seattle Seahawks yeah. at home against the Browns. Yeah. Both teams are four and two. Give that battle to Seattle. Okay. Broncos at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know what you're wondering. Will Taylor go to Denver? <laughs> I mean, says probably so because yeah. she's getting a lot of attention going to football games since she ain't got to go out on the concert stage. Uh-huh. But yeah. Along with that. I.B. says Chiefs to win in this one on the road. Chiefs. And here's a shocker, but in the Battle of the Birds, I.B. think this is going to happen. Sunday, the Arizona Cardinals, who are 1-6, but Mm -hmm. lost a lot of their games by just a few points, take on the much-touted Baltimore Ravens. Right. Most people would say, never more. Mm -hmm. But I.B. says, not so fast. (laughs) Look for the Cardinals to eke out a win in Phoenix this here coming weekend. All right, then. Yeah, they're still excited about the Diamondbacks getting in as well. Okay. Go on that in a minute. All right. 49ers at home against the Bengals on Sunday night. Give that one to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And also I mean, on Sunday afternoon, I mean, and on Sunday night, the Chargers at home against the Bears. You can go with L.A. Okay. Meanwhile, on Monday night, Detroit Lions back at home against the L.A. Raiders. Mm-hmm. Detroit, 5-2, going to move to 6-2. All right. Now, that moves us to the New Orleans Saints. The Saints. Who looked horrible last week yes. at home. Yes, they did. As they go on the road, sometimes the Saints play better. But this Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. I.B. says, not so fast. Okay. Saints have still got a lot of putting things together to do, so yeah. I.B. says, put your money on the Indy Colts on this one. All right, then. All right? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, it's a battle of the Southwest with the World Series taking place between the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamonds. How about that, huh? Ooh, yeah. Don't know. I'm going to make a prediction on this one, but I'm going to say it's going to be fun to watch. How All about right. that? Okay, then. All right, Chuggy Baby. I'm behind the sky. Yes. You should be too. Of course. Thank you, I.B. All right, now, and we roll on with Brother Chuck's Church of Common Sense. They will clean up all your talking in a manner such as this. They will make you take a tinkle when you want to take a piss. And they'll make you call fellatio a trouser-friendly kiss. Here's the playing situation. There's no negotiation with the fellas at the freaking FCC. They're as stuffy as the stuffiest of special interest groups. Make a joke about your bowels and they order in the troops. Any baby with a brain could tell them everybody poops. Take a tip, take a lesson. You'll never win by messing with the fellas at the freaking FCC. And if you find yourself with some young sexy thing, you're gonna have to do her with your dinger. 
because you can't say penis. So they sent this little warning. They're prepared to do their worst. And they stuck it in your mailbox, hoping you could be coerced. I can think of quite another place they should have stuck it first. They may just be neurotic or possibly psychotic. They're the fellas at the freaking FCC. On we go with the Church of Common Sense Countdown of the Sins that will do you in here. And Brother Chalk for the week ending October 28th in the year 2023. My goodness, we are getting on down the road with this year. This month is gone. Next week should be the week that we set the time back. And we'll have about eight hours of daylight (laughs) every day. I say that jokingly, but you know what? Really, it's about true. I mean, uh, seven in the morning till about four in the afternoon in some places is really all the daylight that you have. Okay, call it nine hours. Nonetheless, we go on with the sins that will do you in. We're up to sin number four now, and the sin of apathy occupies that slot this week. I don't know if you've been watching what's going on with the stock market. I follow it a little bit. But Meta, Meta, if you will, the parent company of Facebook, is showing huge profits these days, and their stock is going through the roof. Now, I say this as we record this program and get ready to post it online. You know how the stock market swings. In two or three days, this could all disappear. But I don't think so. Meta, Facebook's parent company, doing very well in the stock market these days, despite being slapped with lawsuits from a bipartisan group of state attorneys in 42 states. That's right. The attorneys general in 42 states of the United States filed a lawsuit against Meta, Facebook, if you will, saying that the social media giant knowingly harmed teens and kids. I'm going to stop this right now to let you know this is going nowhere. They'll, I'm certainly be some kind of settlement where Facebook slash Meta or something will agree to do something. But it's mainly uh, an attempt to say we did something when they should have done something long before now. A majority of the states, among them South Carolina, Colorado, Minnesota, filed a federal lawsuit that accused Meta slash Facebook of targeting young people with addictive algorithms on both Facebook and especially Instagram. Apparently, Instagram is the big platform that a lot of the younger adults and teens use these days. They said in the lawsuit that Facebook or Meta downplayed the psychological damage apps can cause and do to children. Well, let me stop you right there. It's not the app. And any judge with a nickel's worth of sense out of a B-grade law school will tell you it's not the app doing the damage. It's someone doing the damage by posting something on Instagram or Facebook. You know, Facebook is a company. The company doesn't just grab stuff out of thin air and say, oh, this will hurt some child. Let's put it on there. No. The company may allow for some things to be posted that shouldn't be posted. But again, this is all the government's fault. 
Why? Because in the beginning, when these social platforms started popping up, everybody was, ooh, goody, goody, goody. I get to get in touch with my old high school girlfriend or boyfriend that I haven't seen in 30 years. I get to reconnect. Ooh, I get to tell everybody how good I'm doing. I get to brag on myself and post a picture of myself. Ooh, and looking very suave and debonair and, and all that bull crap. And believe me, that's what it is. And then all of a sudden they said, wait a minute. If we can do it, kids can do it. And kids are mean. Kids are evil. Why? Because parents will not discipline children. Parents will not whack them on the ass and knock them in the next week like they should have, like my mom and dad would have and yours would have back in the day. But now the lawsuits come out. And you know who's going to make money because guess what? All the attorneys general that are filing these lawsuits, what do they got? Friends that are attorneys. Oh, there's going to be a big lawsuit. Morgan and Morgan, if your child was harmed by hearing the word booty on Instagram, you might be entitled to compensation. Sue, 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 sue. Attorneys general in Mississippi, Oklahoma, and several other states filed separate but similar lawsuits against Meta, with the state of Florida filing its own federal suit, because basically they'd like to do their own thing anyway. Now, Facebook's not mad. They say they're disappointed. A spokesperson for the company said it shares the commitment that the attorneys general want to providing teens with safe, positive experiences online, but lawsuits are not a productive route to solve the issue. Constant scrolling on apps like Instagram, they say, could be hurting young people's mental health. Well, take the device away from them. Mommy, you can't take away my phone. Yes, mommy and daddy can. Mommy and daddy won't because mommy and daddy need you to have that phone so they can be connected to you while they're out doing God knows what because most homes today are split up with mommy on one side of the earth daddy on the other side of town running around with who while mommy's bopping no telling who but you got to have the device because that's the only way you keep in front of your kids let's just go ahead and say what it is the big picture though teens are undoubtedly facing a rising mental health crisis experts are divided on the relationship between social media's use and well-being, and they always will be, because it ain't social media. You can take the phone away, somebody will still bully them at school, somebody will hang them up by their panties on the locker, somebody will strip them down and make them run naked around the playground, because that's what kids do, because kids are mean. Why? Because parents don't whip kids' ass. There. Apathy. You don't give a damn. And the FCC didn't give a damn. The FCC could have controlled this in the beginning. Oh, yes. They could have got it under control, but nay, 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 nay. Because the FCC is full of, guess what, lawyers. And how do lawyers make money? They sue, sue, sue. Brother Chuck here from the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense. I feel the spirit moving through this pit revival today. If I go in for them, they'd make 
Church of Common Sense, it's Brother Chuck here with our countdown of the sins that will do you in, and we're up to sin number three now this week, ending October 28th, the last week of October, this week, this year, this month, getting away from us. Wow. It's Halloween, by the way, coming up. A lot of people will trick-or-treat over the weekend rather than do the official trick-or-treat thing on Tuesday night because it's dangerous for the kids to get out. And sin number three has a little bit to do with trick-or-treating and Halloween. It is the sin of greed, and it's greed for attention. 
because the striking actors, the Screen Actors Guild, and uh, whatever the other actors union is, AFTRA, has decided to draw attention to themselves and use Halloween to do it. (laughs) Yes, the Screen Actors Guild, in a continuing greed for attentions as if they're not getting enough, is now asking their supporters to not choose a Halloween costume uh, featuring one of the companies that they might be striking against. In other words, out are things like Ghostbusters, Spider-Man, Barbie. <laughs> That's true. I guess Iron Man would be out. What, what are all, you know, it's for years when little kids dress up as Halloween, they have chosen whatever famous villain or superhero was popular at the time to dress up as. I mean, you know, I'm guessing Star Wars would be out uh, among the other things that would be out. Of course, any of the Hulk uh, things, Iron Man, as, as we mentioned, any of the Batman costumes would be out. Instead, they're saying go with more traditional costumes, Ghost. Uh, you could dress up as a robot as long as it's not R2-D2 <laughs> or C-3PO. Uh, you dress up as a spider, you just can't go as Spider-Man. I mean, how silly is is this, huh? It's true, though. Yes. <laughs> In a greed for attention, the actors are asking people that support them and their movies to not dress up as the people they or the fictional characters they portray in movies in a show of solidarity and support. Speaking of robots, you might find this interesting. Robots are coming for your job. Now listen, we've known this in radio for quite some time because technically, even though not robot, most radio stations today are run by what we call automation. What automation does In the old days, where a disc jockey used to have to sit behind the console and play record after record and uh, manually switch between the two, now there are software programs that just put everything together. They run the liners. You can uh, look at the playlist weeks in advance sometimes, and two or three weeks. You can do two or three weeks worth of shows in basically three or four days. And there you go. So robots have been coming after the jobs in the DJ world for years. But here's one that you'll find interesting. Amazon has some people worrying about this, recently showing off what they call experimental droids that can lift, grasp objects, and even move like a human. The difference in these robots is that while others have wheels, these droids are much like the characters in Star Wars and have legs. So Amazon says it's possible for them to pick up a package and take it upstairs. Now, naturally, the Amazon workers, and believe me, there are thousands of those nationwide with new distribution facilities opening up every day. The rumor is one will open up soon uh, the other side of Monroe, Louisiana. Believe me, if there was a place to test out the robots, that would be once they get to Monroe, Louisiana and find out what the workforce is like there. (laughs) But Amazon says, hold on. They don't completely see a future with fully automated warehouses and emphasize that even if they have robots, they will always need humans because it will be the humans that will repair the robots. Yeah, imagine that. 
your job replaced, uh, replaced by a robot, but then you have to fix the robot when it screws up. <laughs> Welcome to the future. <laughs> oh, my good. Yes, yes, indeed. It is the sense of greed for attention. So remember, when you dress up your kids uh, this year for Halloween, no, uh, you know, no robots because they're in movies, no Ghostbuster stuff, no Spider-Man, no Batman, no Cinderella, no Star Wars characters. It's sheets. And, and I guess, I don't even know if you could get away with wearing a witch's costume. Since technically, you know, the Wizard of Oz had a witch. But uh, anyway, that's the greed for attention that we're getting from the Screen Actors Guild and their union in Hollywood. Brother Chuck here from the Church of Common Sense. Oh, we don't really care about anything. Letting folks know that we care Seeing our face on TV And have the world Kiss our derriere We sit around And talk about everything wrong And just what folks need to do Time for taking action Well, we'll gladly leave that up to you Something happens We get upset Oh, we yell And shake our fists Always making sure the camera's nearby Folks will know we exist We like unrest Just because It keeps us From being bored And helps to calm our greatest fear Of being what folks need to do when it's time for taking action we'll just leave that up to you we don't really care now we ain't got no money we'll gladly take yours cause we won't do no Jerks who expect us to show up on time. What are they thinking and put 
Time for sin number two on our countdown of the sins that will do you in this week on Brother Chuck's Church of Common Sense. And once again this week, the sin of ignorance almost made it to the top. But this week, it occupies the number two slot, but only by a slim margin. Because remember, the government wants your vote. When they get your vote, they'll take your money. But what they really need to keep doing what they're doing is your ignorance. Did you know or have you heard that the Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case accusing the Biden administration of unconstitutionally coercing social media platforms? Now, as you listen in on this, I want you to listen to some very important parts of this story that you and I had no idea about, I'm sure, until this came out. And they kind of tried to hide this in the body of the story. The nine wearing the most important black robes in the nation blocked a lower court's order restricting the White House's communication with the social media giants, which allows the White House to communicate freely with Meta, Twitter, or X now, and YouTube about what they deem content that shouldn't be viewed. So in other words, if you think for one moment, if you think for one moment that free speech still exists in America, you're wrong. The minute you go on the wrong social platform and say your thoughts, if the government or the Biden administration doesn't agree with it, the robed nine has now said, well, yeah, you can, you can communicate. You can, tell, you can tell Zuck. You can tell uh, Elon, YouTube, but you don't like that. and eh, They'll take it down. Yeah. But here's, here's the backstory on this. Apparently, all the while 
COVID-19 was going on. The Biden administration was unconstitutionally having social media platforms remove certain content. Yes. And the Supreme Court says they'll hear a case about that. Apparently, the Biden administration was strong-arming Facebook, Meta, X, Twitter, YouTube, Google. The Biden administration was strong-arming these private firms saying, we want you to remove certain content about COVID-19. So while the world was in danger, while the United States was shut down, the Biden administration was saying, do this, do this, do this, don't do that, you can't do that. And they got away with it. Oh, we find out about it now. But how many billions of dollars did we lose? Why is that important? Well, there's that. It's all going to be all right. We the government mentality. Guess what is looming once again? Now that we finally have a Speaker of the House. Da, 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 a vote on the federal budget. Yes, in a matter of weeks, we're going to face another government shutdown because see we only kicked it down the road 45 days the last time so we could get a speaker elected the 2023 federal budget deficit surged by 23 percent now forget the fact that it's now 1.7 trillion dollars and that the u.s is in its deepest yearly fiscal hole ever the deficit surged by 23 percent what else do you know that has increased by 23% in a year. Gasoline, perhaps. Food prices, meh. Most of them, you know, you see 10, maybe 12, 13%, but 23%. That's what our federal budget has surged by in the last year. Let's look at the little closer picture of the financial snapshot. The Treasury recorded... The Biden administration's $300 billion student loan forgiveness program as a cost last year before it was struck down by the Supreme Court and never took effect. That resulted in the Treasury considering savings, so it's actually worse than it was. That means the year-over-year -year increase effectively doubled, listen to me, doubled from $1 trillion in 2022 to $2 trillion in 2023. Are you listening to me? What happened? Well, more than 40% of the deficit increase was due to lower tax revenues, while the government forked over $659 billion in interest payments that have nearly doubled over the past two years. Now, with the government shutdown looming again next month, now with the new House Speaker, now with the country's worsening finances that could make federal funding negotiations even tenser, we're not hearing about it. Why? Because the government needs your ignorance. Don't tell them what's going on. we got to keep them in the dark to keep doing what we're doing. Brother Chuck here from the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense. government and we be in charge we gon' do what we want to we in control and lodge you may not like it but all you can do is fuss there's too many folks out there depend on us 
Oh yes, we want your vote again and again. Then we take your money once you vote us in. Long as you don't know just what we is up to, we can do just what we want to you. No, cause we be the government and we be in charge. We gon' do what we want to. We in control and large. You may not like it, but all you can do is fuss. There's too many folks out there depend on us. Now when you need more stuff, we pass another tax. Put a little more on the working man back. You do what we want to, cause you ain't got no say. Then we go and vote ourselves a raise. Oh, we be the government and we is in charge. We gon' do what we want to. We in control and large. You may not like it, but all you can do is fuss. There's too many folks depend on us. Yeah, we be the government and we is in charge. We gon' do what we want to. We in control and large. You may not like it, but all you can do is fuss. There's too many folks out there depend on us. There's too many folks out there depend on us. We continue on with Brother Chuck's countdown of the top sins that will do you end of the week. We're up to sin number one now from the Church of Common Sense. And this week it is the sin of arrogance. Yes, what's really going on in the Middle East? You're not being told because our arrogant government doesn't think they have to. Remember, in their view, it ain't the government's fault. We voted a man after all. So let's start with some of the recent developments. Now the big media outlets are touting, ooh, they're releasing hostages, Wee! Remember, it was just a week or so ago, they were talking about how hard it was and how women were being raped and how heads were cut off and naked bodies drugged through the streets because that's what they do over there because technically, if you really want to know the truth, they have not evolved since biblical times in that region, and they never will because they don't want to. Well, let me tell you one of the latest developments between the Gaza Strip and Israel. The United Nations has halted aid to Gaza because Gaza is not getting any fuel. And the Israelis don't want to give Gaza fuel because they know that once it crosses the border, it will not wind up in the places it needs to be. Now, I want you to keep something in mind here as we discuss this situation, which is our number one sin of the week, arrogance. Our government is quick to tell us, oh, we're going to shove this electric thing down your throat. You're going to drive an electric vehicle, and God dang it, you're going to like it. Because electric is the way of the future. Okay. You'll never need fuel, and we'll save the earth, and we'll keep revolving around the sun like we have for millions and millions of years. All because of us, the arrogant government. Bullcrap. <laughs> Doctors in the Gaza Strip are complaining, say they've been forced to operate by the light of mobile phones. 
and do so without anesthesia because there's a supply of fuel. <gasps> fuel? Why, what would they use fuel for? To power electricity, you dumbass. Israel has permitted most forms of aid into the Gaza Strip, but they will not allow fuel because they know Hamas, the controlling terrorist group, will steal fuel, and instead of it going to hospitals to help the aid those that need humanitarian effort, it will wind up in terror attacks. And Hamas is quick to say, oh, never we won't do that. They, they lie. They've been, they've been lying for thousands of years. If you don't believe it, read the Bible. So the big thing these days is, oh, they released some hostages. They've released four people. Yeah, they still got over 220, but oh, they released these four. And now the media's all over that. Look what we're doing. Look what we're doing. Of the 220 hostages remaining captive, the women that were released, their husbands are there. I don't want to paint a picture of bad news. They'll torture them. They'll kill them if they can because they have no regard or appreciation of human life. The negotiations to release more hostages stalled. Hamas conditioned release on saying they got to have fuel. Israel said they're not going to do that until all the hostages are released because they know the fuel will go into the wrong hands. <sighs> Meanwhile, the continued debate rages on how much Biden and the United States should get involved. Let me just say this about that. Biden needs to stay his ass home. He needs to keep his old ass off the television and shut his ass up. He's not doing anything but making it worse. He's trying to make, look, make it look like he's Mr. Tough Guy. Uh, we're not going to give any more aid to Iran over there. No, Bullcrap. You've already done it. And you know you can't control where the money you, the money you gave Iran is going to. But this arrogant government of ours, this arrogant government, thinking they can control everything and saying, oh, well, you know, here we go. We're we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to allow any fuel because fuel is important. And then turn around and tell the American people fuel is not important. We're going to all electric. What do we believe? We don't believe you. That's for sure. But remember, it's okay. They can be arrogant because in the government's view, it ain't their fault. We elected them, so it all, it all comes back to being on our shoulders. Makes you feel good, doesn't it? Damn proud to be American. Brother Chuck here from the pulpit of a church of common sense. It ain't the government's fault the way they see it. Just ask them and they'll tell you that they're doing what they can to fix it. It's been that way since way back when. It ain't the government's fault we voted them in. Oh, the country's gone to hell. Everybody would agree. And they say if it's ever gonna get fixed, 
It's up to you and me But we can't all go to Washington So we send the chosen few Then things go wrong and they're confused About what they're supposed to do It ain't the government's fault The way they see Just ask them and they'll tell you that they're doing what they can to fix it. It's been that way since way back when. It ain't the government's fault. We voted on him. Folks used to think this country was worth fighting for. Now they say we gotta make peace with our enemies to keep from going to war. Things ain't like they used to be in the days of old granddad. If you say that you're American, you're Make somebody mad But it ain't the government's fault The way they see it Just ask a man, they'll tell you That they're doing what they can to fix it It's been that way Since way back it ain't the government's fault We voted them in Now they just need a little more money They'll put it to good use Like hiring friends and family To work for the government too Oh